Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss. My name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. How are you? I am doing well. I've had a pretty quiet day, which has been good for self-reflection. Do you ever have days like that when you're just a little bit more introspective than usual? Hmm. Well, today was one of those days for me. But here we are. We have reached the final episode of the Shadow Side series. I know it can be kind of a tough ride talking about some of these darker aspects that are so much easier and more comfortable to ignore, so I really appreciate you coming along with me. The more that we can confront all the parts of us, all the shadows, all the light, all of it, the more balanced we'll be and the better we'll feel. And that's what it's all about. You know, and the more likely we are to reach our goals for weight loss and anything else. I actually had someone tell me that this has been their favorite series so far. So and you know, not everyone wants to shy away from this stuff. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, we are here and today we move to the highest of the seven major chakras, the crown chakra. It's pretty ethereal in nature. So we don't talk about it being related to weight loss as much as some of the other chakras, but I find that in the case of the shadow side, the crown chakra shadow makes a huge difference and has a huge effect on our efforts at weight loss. Last week when we talked about illusion being the shadow side of the third chakra, I talked a little bit about how we can become so obsessed with an illusion that we can't see the truth. Another aspect of that phenomenon is how attached we get to those illusions, how attached we get to ideas, emotions, commitments that we suffer unnecessarily by holding on when we should be letting go. And that's where the shadow side of the crown comes in, attachment. And again, this is an excellent example of how shadow sides aren't always bad or negative. Attachment is a wonderful, healthy thing as well as a shadow. We feel attached to our friends and family. We feel attached to our children and our values. We absolutely need attachment 
to stay anchored and to have healthy lower chakras. You know, there's this story of a a yogi who asks the master teacher for guidance. And the master says, prove yourself to me by leaving your family, which the yogi does just to show how unattached he is. But I would suggest that this is not a display of non-attachment at all. It is simply an attachment to something else. The idea of spirituality, perhaps, his ego and showing how very dedicated it was. The renouncing our responsibilities and relationships is not something I think most of us would consider doing. And attachments like those to family can be very healthy and important. But the point is, we can all become attached to something that isn't healthy or something that's actively damaging us. And that's when attachment crosses into the shadows. Now, nearly everyone has reached a point in their lives when they have to let go of a relationship, someone that they were attached to, someone they might have loved very much or still love very much, but because the harm was outweighing the good or leaving a job or leaving a habit. And this can be good, but we can also leave these things when they get difficult and Having stayed attached to them would have helped us to grow, to learn to overcome or find success through some struggle. So like so very many things about the chakras, it's a balance. Knowing when your attachment is benefiting you and when it's holding you back. When is the impulse to abandon your attachments or responsibilities actually disguising the universe's attempt to simply challenge you in your work to connect with your highest self? It's a lot to think about, and that's one reason why building the energetic foundation of the lower six chakras is the only way to be sure that the crown chakra has the support it needs to make these big decisions. The right of this chakra is to know, and a balanced seventh chakra will not only help you to know, but to know how to respond and react when attachment challenges us. Attachment is almost always to something external, and that's where we'll be focusing. It's something outside of the self that we want to achieve, something we want to control. Now, weight falls into this category because truly, your weight is not who you are. It is not the essence of you. Therefore, in a spiritual sense, it is outside of you. But that doesn't make it any less important to us in the material, physical side. But it does make our weight the cause of plenty unnecessary suffering, at least in my experience. Excessive attachment to a result of any kind, really, is sort of an insult to the universe. It's using our psychic energy to project that we don't trust the universe. We don't trust the divine to have a plan to have your best interests in mind. It supposes that we know better. It's a rejection of the wisdom around us that if we could just embrace it, would lead us to where we want to be. Attachment is funny too because sometimes the harder we try to let something go, the tighter we're actually holding on to it. Um, I find this to be particularly true of ideas and beliefs. You know, we're so convinced that what we believe is the only possible truth, that we are blind to the possibility that things have changed, or worse, that we were never right to begin with. And I can share a personal example of that. 
probably hmm, 17 or 18 years ago now, I, I started to come to the realization that some things I'd been taught as a child, things to believe, were just not true. It wasn't as if they were things that had been true at the time and that I just continued believing even though they weren't true anymore. They were total and complete falsehoods that I built parts of myself around. And I really struggled with letting go of the attachment to those beliefs, even though I had more than enough evidence and experience to show myself that they were wrong. But it hurt to part with them because it was an acknowledgement that part of me was a lie. But in the work of letting go, in the work of a practicing non-attachment to these beliefs, I was able to bring forward the parts of me that were true and to forge an even stronger connection to them. Refusing to change my beliefs, the things that I thought defined me, would have put me at risk of shutting down my crown chakra entirely, therefore closing my entire ability to connect with the universe. And I would have denied myself the opportunity to become stronger and to become more of the person I wanted to become. In weight loss, we can become attached to ideas that seem great and useful, but are actually holding you back from being the person that you want to be. If you hold on to the idea that you can't succeed, even as you're trying to move forward, your efforts will stall. If you hold on to the idea that you aren't worth loving by you or anyone else until you're at some illusion of a perfect weight, you won't be the kind of person who cares for their body in a way that would encourage good health. If you stay attached to the people who don't want you to grow, you run the risk of staying where you don't want to be. So take some time this week to really examine the thoughts you have, especially those that we might not want to acknowledge. It's really easy to get caught up in the love and light of energy work. I mean, I love it. I love it. And we'd be thrilled if we could just sit there and have all the good vibes, just good vibes only. But that completely ignores the shadow and shadows are real and they are valuable to look at. Now, I know you know you're not supposed to hold on to old beliefs so you don't even let yourself look at them. This happens to me all the time. It happens to everyone. That's how I know it happens to you. You may have heard the term cognitive bias. That's the idea that you can have thoughts that are so automatic you don't even know you're having them, yet they surface in all kinds of ways, and a lot of them not in very pretty ways. We won't get too far into that, but not addressing your cognitive bias against yourself or not letting yourself even consider that you may have attachments to thoughts that are wrong or outdated is a sure way to have that attachment forever. Shine a little light on the shadow. See what happens. Now, another side of attachment is avoidance. Avoidance is not the same as non-attachment. In the case of avoidance, we're attached to not having something. We're attached to not having opinions. We're attached to not engaging in confrontations. Or we avoid situations where we don't feel like we're enough. Uh, I see this in a a lot of clients who say, I don't want to lose weight. I just want to be healthy. Which is fabulous. That's great. When it's true. And it's trouble when it's not. 
because then it's a lie. Then there is dissonance. And then we're avoiding an idea that we're actually attached to. And that gets really messy. So in both cases, both attachment and avoidance, which is just attachment to nothing, but practicing non-attachment requires a willingness to face something and then release it. To surrender to the idea that you don't have to control everything. Have you ever known anyone who seems to just have everything come so easy to them and they're just so relaxed about it? You can bet they don't have too much attachment to the outcome of their actions. Not that they aren't taking things seriously, maybe, or that they aren't doing the things and taking the steps they need to to reach their goals, but they aren't clinging to the belief that only one outcome is acceptable, that only one way to one outcome is acceptable. They're not attached to specifics. They may have an innate trust that things will just work out. I know one specific person like this, and I won't lie to you. It makes me absolutely crazy because so often it really does just work out. And I'm over there throwing everything my solar plexus energy has at a problem, and I don't get anywhere because I'm so attached. Now, this is something I really struggle with. So if you do too, let me know. Maybe we can make a support group or something. With, with weight loss, though, we can also get attached to the idea that there's only one right way to get to our one acceptable result. And if we don't do that one thing or those things or that diet or that exercise plan, we'll never get there. I hear this so much from people who say, I know running is the only way to lose weight, but I hate running. Sorry, Running is definitely not the only way to lose weight. I'm not even convinced it's the best way. And I'll tell you something. While I trained for my one and only marathon ever, I gained weight. So let's let go of the idea that we have to be one way, that we have to get to our one way, our one result in one way, that there's only one how, there's only one what. Let go of our ideas and let's really turn inward and see what ideas we're attached to. What purpose are those beliefs serving? Are they helping or hurting? Is the attachment a chance to overcome or is it a chance to practice releasing? I'm not gonna say that it's an easy process, but we can do it. We can do it. Is it going to require a little effort? Sure. But if we can let go of the idea that we have to weigh a certain amount or look a certain way or do certain things, we can start to discover that the cosmos, the source, the divine has something even better for us. And it might very well include the things we've been struggling to reach. Unnecessary attachment is the cause of unnecessary suffering. And we are not our weight So we will not let it be the cause of our suffering. And maybe it's possible that when we release attachment, we can release unwanted weight as well. So that's it. The end of the Shadow Side series. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. 
We'll have a new series start up in two weeks after a standalone episode next week, so be on the lookout for that. I hope you have an amazing day. Don't forget to join me on Facebook and Instagram at Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, both of those, and to support the podcast through the link in the show notes. See you later. Bye.